0: Our next speaker serves as the director of the Center for Military History at the National Institute for Defense Studies in Tokyo. He's worked there since 1986, about as long as I've spoken English, I think. He's an expert on military history and the history of Japanese diplomacy and war and memory in Japan. From 2006 to 2010, Mr. was also served as a committee member on the Japan-China Joint History Research Committee, which was a group created by the Chinese and Japanese governments to address historical inconsistencies, especially relating to World War II. He's also a visiting scholar at Freiburg University in Germany, and he's authored numerous articles in Japanese, English, and German. He received his MA and BA from the University of Tsukuba. Mr. Shoji will speak about factors affecting Japan's decision to surrender, which include a political drive to preserve the national polity, the impact of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, as well as what he calls an underlying relationship of trust between Japan and the US. Please join me in welcoming Director Shoji.
1: Thank you very much. I'm very honored to invite me uh, to our uh, to Hudson Institute. So at first, uh, I'm sorry I could not so good speak uh, English so good uh, like uh, other participant. So uh, I read the my draft today. I would like to challenge a very sensitive theme about uh, the end of war for Japanese people. In World War II, the principle of unconditional surrender declared in January 1943 at the Casablanca Conference made termination of the war far more difficult. Indeed, Germany kept on fighting until Berlin fell, and truly to sudden surrender unconditionally. In contrast, Japan laid down its arms by accepting the Potsdam Declaration before the decisive battle for the home island began. As epitomized by the title of Japanese TV program, The End of War, why couldn't it have been decided earlier? The previous studies in Japan have mainly focused on the analysis of the causes that delayed its surrender even after Japan was clearly militarily defeated. Analysts have attributed the delay to political leaders' belief that more favorable peace could be attained if the enemy could be dealt one final blow, or to political leaders' expectation of Soviet mediation, as well as to problem with Japan's political system. There is heated debate to this day on whether the primary cause that led to the termination of the war was the dropping of the atomic bombs, the Soviet Union's entry to the war, or both. In, In order to address the question of why Japan followed a cause quite different from Germany's towards the termination of its war, this paper shall examine the background and factors that brought about Japan's political surrender, while taking into consideration recent studies. It analyses, first, Japan's war objectives, second, Japan-U.S. relations, and third, the military factor, specifically the gap between Japanese and American perception on the American landing operation on the Japanese home island. The Imperial Conference that was convened on June 8, 1945, approved the basic policy for the direction, for the future direction of the war. The basic policy that was adopted read as follows. Quote, on the, based, based on the strength of its advantageous geographical position, and the unity of its people, the Japanese empire will prosecute the war to the end. This sentence took into account domestic consideration for the upcoming convocation of the imperial diet session, while bearing in mind the wishes of the army. On the other hand, the cabinet inserted the following clause into the basic policy, quote, In order to preserve the national polity, national polity means in Japanese kokutai. The kokutai means uh, the imperial system led by the emperor. Preserve the national polity and defend the imperial land. Imperial land means the home island, and thereby accomplish the objectives of the military expedition. As a result, Japan's war objectives which, until then, were, for example, in Japanese, jisonjie, jisonjie means uh, self-existence and self-defense, very ambiguous objectives, or building the greater East Asia co-prosperity sphere, very big project. So such objectives, were limited to the preservation of the national polity and defense of the imperial land. This has two important meanings for Japan's course towards the termination of the war. First, it came to be understood within the cabinet that Japan would attain its war objectives if the national polity and the home islands were preserved especially the former, is important. Prime Minister Kantaro Suzuki later stated, this had considerable implications. I believe that the policy enabled the first steps to be made in our efforts towards the termination of the war. The Cabinet understood the basic policy as providing an uh, orientation towards uh, the end of war. There is a classic work dealing with the termination of war authored by a very famous politi- political analyst, Paul keskemeti of the Random Cooperation in 1958, entitled The Strat- Strategic Surrender, The Polit- Politics of Victory and Defeat. This book undertakes Theoretical Analysis of the Forms of War Terminations Comparing the Experience of Japan, Germany, and Italy. In this book, Keskemiti note, the loser decided to quit because he feels that his core values will not suffer, even if the winner has his way completely and permanently. Because the Japanese leaders arrived at a shared understanding that Japan's core value, that is, the preservation of the national polity, was a war war objective. The guidelines for realizing the termination of the war became more clear. The question was, how to achieve these objectives? Through military forces or negotiations. Secondly, the principle of the building the Greater East Asian Co-Prospective that had been underscored at the Greater East Asian Conference in 1943 was eliminated from the list of Japan's war objectives and this served to further facilitate the termination of the war. In other words, as long as the uh, principles such as the uh, building of a uh, co-prosperative sphere was uh, war objectives, compromise between the two sides was difficult. And therefore, there was a likelihood for the war to be fought to the bitter end. This basic policy with such landmark significance was approved in the following circumstances. The first, Germany surrendered on May 8. The second, as it as became increasingly apparent that Japan was losing the battle in Okinawa, for which there had been high expect- expectations, the momentum for pursuing immediate, immediate peace quickly grew. As opposed to making peace after striking the enemy a severe blow. The German war was of a different nature from Japan's. It was a war of annihilation. In Germany, Ferdinand's in which the survival of the race and ideology was at stake. Accordingly, it was a war of victory or destruction, and peace through compromise was out of the question. This kind of ideology surfaced in an extremely way in the last stage of the war. In March 1945, Adolf Hitler issued his famous nerve decree involving the destruction of all assets in German territory. At this time, Hitler stated, if the war is lost, then the nation will be lost also, because this nation has shown itself the weaker. The future belongs exclusively to the stronger nation from the East. Hitler's desire for death and destruction was ultimately directed at Germany itself. On the other side, in Japan, during the Supreme Council for the direction of the war, On August 14, 1945, the emperor stated, continuing the war will result in the war, war nations being reduced to ashes. I cannot endure the thought of letting my people suffer any longer. Compared to the result of losing Japan completely, we can at least hope at least hope for the construction as long as some seeds remain. This decision is symbolic of the differences that exist between the Japanese and German political situation and political leaders at this time. Second, I focus on the underlying factors behind Japan's acceptance of the post declarations, namely the so-called moderate people in Japan and the United States, as well as the relationship of trust that existed between Japan and the United States, even when they were adversaries. In Japan, certain groups sought to realize peace between Japan and the United States from early in the war. For example, on the very day of the attack on Pearl Harbor, Former Prime Minister Fumimaro Konoe said to his aide, We will lose this war. I order you to study how Japan shall lose. It is the job of the to conduct this study. In January of the following year, 1942, Konoe stressed to Marxist Koichi Kido that the timing of the termination of the war should be Considered as quickly as possible. Following this on February 5, Kiro advised the emperor as follows. This war will not be terminated easily, but it will be necessary to grasp any opportunity to achieve peace as quickly as possible. The tide of the war subsequently turned against Japan. Thus, from around summer 1943, key figures came together to promote efforts to bring the war to an end. Under the leadership of a number of former prime ministers, including Fumimaro Konoe and Keisuke Okada, other persons involved included Navy officers such as Mitsumasa Yonai and Soukichi Takagi, some army officers, and uh, under Famous diplomat Shigeru Yoshida. This movement first evolved as a campaign to overthrow the Tojo cabinet, and result in its entire resignation. In addition, recent researches indicated that there were even groups among mainstream army army officers who had been considered a mo- mo- monolithic group that aimed for the quick reality of peace. Many of these officers were assigned to the war direction sections of the general staff. In Germany, a resistance movement occurred, in, occurred spor- sporadically, including the July 20 assassination p- plot against Hitler. However, partial due to the exile of many anti-Nazi Germans, such as Willy Brandt, who later became prime minister, Germany lacked a wide range of groups or movements which were in the political mainstream and which explored ways of achieving peace to avoid a catastrophe, as was observed in Japan. As for the Americans, the so-called moderates or or, uh, so-called pro-Japanese persons played a significant role. An example is Joseph C. Grew the very famous diplomat of the State Department, who formerly served as Under-Secretary of the State. In the speeches he delivered across the United States, you explained that the moderate or liberals exist in Japan, and that if the militarist clique, militarist clique were ambas- overthrown and the moderate or liberals placed in charge of the leading the government, Japan could be rebuilt into a country that collaborates with the international community. grew argued that the emperor was on the side of moderate and liberals and defend the emperor system. Further still, these persons were heavily involved in the drafting of the Potsdam de- Declaration. And as a result, paragraph 10 states, Quote, the Japanese government shall remove all obstacles to revi- the to revival to the revival of strengthening of diplomatic tendencies among the Japanese people. Freedom of speech, of religion, and of thoughts, as well as respect for the fundamental human rights, shall be established. The close, the sentence, quote, the. Revival and strengthening of democratic tendencies reflect the perception of the pro-Japanese persons. The diplomatic historian, very uh, famous historian, Makoto Iokibe has referred to the extensive efforts made by these pro-Japanese persons as a good fortune in the midst of defeat that was bestowed on Japan unexpectedly. While no direct channels of negotiation exist between Japan and the United States, information on the activities of the moderate or pro-Japanese persons and others in the United States reached Japan. For example, in his famous statement to the emperor in February 1945, Conway state, to date, public opinion in." Great Britain and the United, United States has not gone so far as to favor a change of the national polity. Of course, a part of public opinion is radical, and it is difficult to predict how opinion will change in the future. But it seems the United States would not go that far, based on the views of Gru and American leadership. It was intelligence collected by the Public Affairs Bureau and other branches of the Foreign Ministry that formed the basis of such a view. The thought of Japanese intelligence signif- significantly in- influenced Japan's acceptance of the Potsdam Declaration. In response to the Potsdam Declaration issued on July 26, which was followed by the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and the Soviet Union entry into the war, the Suzuki cabinet issued an emergency telegram regarding the acceptance of the declaration on August 10. It reads that the cabinet accepts the declaration with the understandings that that the said declaration does not comprise any demand which prejudices the prerogative of, prerogative of his majesties as the sovereign rulers. The United States then issued the following reply by Secretary of State James Burns, the authority of the emperor and the Japanese government to, to rule the state shall be sub, subject to the sub, Supreme Command of the Allied Powers. Following this, opinion within the Japanese government became divided over how to interpret the reply and how Japan should respond, that is, accept the terms, the inquire, or continue with the war. Our recent studies has revealed that, at this critical time, the intelligence of neutral countries, including Sweden and Switzerland, especially played an important role in the communication between senior Japanese and US officials regarding the preservation of the national policy. In any event, As a result of this development, the Emperor commented to the Supreme Council for the Direction of the War that while it is natural that we have some concerns about our counterpart's attitude, I don't want to doubt it. Before and after making this comment, the Emperor twice dissuaded the strong concerns expressed by Army, army minister. Anami towards the American reply saying quote don't worry Anami I have conclusive proof and I fully understand your feelings but I am confident that I can preserve the national polity. These remarks suggested that the emperor had obtained a certain amount of evidence through intelligence and other sources. Moreover it cannot be ignored that the Emperor and Prime Minister Suzuki had a certain degree of trust in the United States and, therefore, positively interpreted the information they have acquired. At the Cabinet meeting on the 13th August, Prime Minister Suzuki stated as follows in regard to Ban's reply, "Quote." From reading it over and over, I sentence that that the United States did not write, did not write it with every intent. I believe that it will not essentially change the emperor system. We should not object to the wording. To the Supreme Council, the Emperor also stated, "I, quote, I understand that." There are various doubts regarding the issue of national polity. However, based on the meanings of the text of the reply, I take it that our counterpart, the USA, I means the United States, has good intentions. So a historian has noted that, indeed, The judgment of Suzuki and the Emperor were strongly supported by a simple trust in the United States and Americans. A well-known example of Japan's trust in the United States is Japan's reaction to the death of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Prime Minister Suzuki expressed his condolences, condolences, saying, I must admit that that Roosevelt leadership has been very effective and has been responsible for the American advantageous position today. The Prime Minister went on to say, for that reason, I can easily understand the great loss his passing means to the American people, and my profound sympathy goes to them. On the other hand, on hearing the news of Roosevelt's death, the Nazi de- leadership was delighted that this would bring a turning point in the world. Thomas Mann, a German writer who was in exile in the United States at that time, writes, Japan is now at war with the United States, with right hand death at stake. But. In that oriental country, there still exists a split of chivalry chivalry and a sensitive to human dignity. It still respects a person who had died and respects a person of great character. There are some differences between Germany and Japan. This episode eliminated the differences between the Japan-US and the US-German relationship at the time. A relationship of the trust like that between Japan and the United States did not exist at all between the United States and the Nazi regime. By the way, in the preamble of the present Japan-US security treaty, it is stated that Desiring to strengthen the bond of power and friendship traditionally existing between them, between them, between the German, uh, Japan and Germany, uh, Japan and the United States. The third, I consider the uh, contrasting perception of the military significance between Japan and the United States on the decisive battle for the Japanese homeland, homeland which was code-named operation Kets by the Japanese and operation downfor by the American by the American from around spring 1945 around that time German was defeated the Emperor has to have much interest in the battle for the home Homer island for example on June 9 1945 the chief of army General Staff Yoshijiro Umezu returned from an inspection of Manchuria and reported to the emperor, the content was very pessimistic. Japan's Japan's troop strength in Manchuria was only equivalent to eight U.S. divisions, and Japan only had enough ammunition for a single battle. On hearing this report, the emperor began to believe that as the forces in the homeland are far more insufficiently equipped than the forces in Manchuria and China, there is no way they could fight. At around the same time, Prince Morihiro Hirashikuni informed the emperor that not only the coastal defense forces, but also combat division were insufficiently supply, supplied, uh, supplied with weapons and, uh, and that shovels were being made with uh, iron that had been salvaged from bombs dropping by the U.S. Air Force. Based on this, in- information the emperor confirmed that war was impossible in effect the series of report regarding the battle for home islands had a significant influence on the emperor's perception and meanwhile the army continued to call for in japan uh, japanese uh, Ichiok so-called ichioku your honorable deaths by 100 million and with continued confidence and with con- continued confidence instead that the battle of the Japanese home island be carried out. Nevertheless, the, uh, to the Supreme Council, the Emperor stated, the army keep ta- talking about decisive fighting for the home island. But the defense, as the most important area, have yet to be completed. In addition, mm. the divisions, uh, divisions that will be involved in this battle are inadequately equipped. Given that, how can we win the war? The emperor has referred to the incomplete preparation for the battle for, for the home island. And not to the atomic bomb, bombing and the Soviet Union ent- entry into the war as a, as reasons for ac- accepting the Possum Declaration. The Emperor added, what would happen if we are to branch in the battle for Home Island in this conditions? Will, will this mean that All the Japanese people will have to die. If so, how can we leave this nation, our nation, Japan, to posterity? It is not worthy that in this decision to the Supreme Council, as noted above, the emperor expressed his distrust of the military stating that the actions of the Army and Navy commands were not in line with their plans, giving as an example the preparation for defending the home island. Additionally, the Emperor noted that the conduct of the Army and Navy since the outbreak of the war showed significant discrepancies between their plans and the results. These remarks sent shockwaves among the army leadership. Torashiro Kawabe, deputy chief of the staff of army, wrote in his diary, the imperial decision was issued. In short, the emperor has no expectation for Japan's future operations. Kawabe went on to say, I am afraid The emperor did not arrive at this view as a result of that debate during the imperial conference. The emperor has no trust in the military. It was an expression of his increasing distrust in the military. In effect, the distrust in the army that the emperor made explicit for the first time over the for the first time over the preparations for defending the home island was one of the reasons the emperor accepted the post declarations. This had a greater effect than military reasons, encouraging encouraging the army, especially in general staff, to give up on the war. Consequently, the looming reality of the battle for the home island and diverging views that between the emperors and the, the army decisively influenced inferen- the process of war termination, similar to the shock of the atomic bombing, bombings and the Soviet Union's entry into the war. For well, the United States, on the other hand, despite Japan's incomplete and poor preparations for a battle for the home islands, Potential human losses present a major issue as the launch of Operation Downfall approached. In other words, Japan residual forces and un- anticipated suicidal attack were threat to the United States. Furthermore, the stability and the cost of the battle for Yojima and Okinawa that the United States is- incurred due to Japanese military resistance. For example, the death or injury of uh, an estimated thirty five percent of the American forces committed. The such cost provided a significant disincentive to proceeding with the uh, landing. Of course, at the time the various departments within the US government each had uh, their own projection of the for the number of deaths and injuries from operation downfall. A number of recent studies, based on, based on newly released historical records, trend to estimate higher number of calculated casualties. For example, today's speaker, Edward J. Ray, stated that based on ULTRA, ULTRA, that cryptographic intelligence on the Japanese military, American forces were aware of the Japanese military enforcement de- de- info- in southern Kyushu. Doria pointed out that uh, this led to a sharp rise in the United States estimate of the number of uh, its deaths and injury, raising concerns about the operations among its authorities. In any case, concerns about the military cost, which which would be inquired if the United States landed the Japanese home island, led them to reconsider their demand for Japan's unconditional surrender. And ultimately, the war ended with Japan's acceptance of the Postman Declaration. Military historian, the very famous military historian, John Fels noted that Japanese asset and combat that caused the U- U.S. forces to incur heavy casualties in the Pacific theater. Did achieve some political objectives. Japan's its defeat achieved a victory of a kind. The conclusion: Had decisive fighting taken place on the home island, Japan, the United States, would have incurred even more losses of human life. Moreover, Japan's urban areas and the countryside would have been devastated, and Japan would likely have been put under direct foreign rule, and uh, would conceivable have been portioned uh, partitions, sim- partitions similar to Germany. Japan, however, was able to avoid this tragedy by terminating the war quicker than German- Germany did, uh, this is perhaps the reason why Japan calls the termination of the war the end of war, shusen in Japanese, shusen, or haisen, defeat in war. The, in Japan, haisen or shusen, uh, defeat in war or end of war. Why post-war German, Germany refers to the end of its war as liberation or defeat? Liberation means liberation from the Nazism, and defeat means the clasp. For Japan, on the other hand, the termination of the war literally signifies the end of war. Under circumstances of a military defeat, the termination of the war was achieved, accompanied by difficulties and sacrifices, despite agreeing to the disadvantageous terms of unconditional surrender. It was stated that post some declaration that the representatives of the United States, China, and Great Britain have conferred and agreed agree that Japan shall be given an opportunity to end this war. Thank you very much.
0: So thank you very much for that interesting presentation. And let's see if there are some – it's the guy who's got the key to my office again. Dr. Herman,
2: you get the first question. Thanks. That was really quite fascinating, quite illuminating. And I want to thank you for that discussion about sort of the deliberative process by which Japan came to – arrive at the idea they weren't gonna win this one, and that uh, certain there, there were only certain options that were available to Japan if this war was to end. But I wanna to come to the question about Japan's perception, and particularly in leadership's perception of the course of the war. Um, after the war, John Kenneth Galbraith um, was part of the strategic bombing survey and went to Japan. Uh, to interview and to to look at the significance and the impact of the strategic bombing campaign in Japan. And uh, one of the people that they interviewed was a Japanese economist. And they asked him, they said, uh, when did you get an idea that Japan might be losing this war, uh, given the fact that there was such heavy press censorship uh, and such strict control of the information that would have been available? And the the Japanese economist said, well, he said, I began to get an idea that something was going wrong when our great and glorious victories kept taking place closer and closer to home. Um, My question goes back to the summer of 1943, um, when, as you have stated, a a, a party began to develop of the idea that maybe Japan should look to a negotiated peace and that the Tojo cabinet needed to be overthrown and replaced. Now what's interesting to me is is that the summer of 1943, if I'm sitting in MacArthur's headquarters or in Washington or in London, I'm thinking the Japanese position in the war looks pretty good. this is long before Okinawa, long before uh, Iwo Jima, long before Battle of Philippine Sea. It's even before the Battle of Tawa. Um, if I'm in, from Churchill's point of view, in summer of 1943, he's still worried Japan is going to descend into India and that, the, and that the British Empire in India is going to fall into Japanese hands. Was there some, and my, now my question, was there some... Uh, Issue having to do with the war, was there a turning point in terms of the events of the war that led to this perception that the Tojo strategy was not working, that things should be changed? I'm I'm curious to know the answer.
1: About the turning point, uh, I think that there is uh, many, many opinions. Well, for example, uh, today I pointed out uh, Prime Minister, Kone, uh, former Prime Minister Konoe Himaro. He, uh, on the day of the Pearl Harbor, he uh, he said that the war is over. So, uh, Japan we, uh, we Japan so uh, studies uh, the end of war. So th- that is a very rare case. So, of course, 1943 is very different, uh, uh, very uh, important for Japanese side the military, uh, From the military point, so uh, the Japan Japanese army has built Zetaikokuboken. the Zettai Kokubouken. The Zettai Kokubouken is Jap- so uh, the Japanese uh, uh, Japanese uh, defense zone in the Pacific with. But uh, such zone was broken out by the American uh, invasion, uh, American aggression. So this is a big point, the important point. So so this means uh, Japan could not uh, defense the Pacific area by themselves. So 1943 is very very, uh, important. So of course, the for the emperor and the Hirohito. So for the emperor Hirohito, the the 1945 Okinawa, the fall of Okinawa is very important. The after the fall of Okinawa, uh, he, uh, had, uh, he had he had taken a leadership to the end of war, Some, clearly. And uh, economical viewpoint, so uh, frankly, frankly speaking, before the Pacific War, uh, Japanese economy reached the limitation before the economy. So this means uh defeat. So uh, clearly, defeat before the uh, Pearl Harbor from economical viewpoint. So this is different from the Germany. The G- German economy has uh, the, the limitations of 1943 or 1944, but in Japan, uh, not so uh, high. Uh,
3: taking on Dr. Herman's question, my question will be: Well, you emphasize. Uh, the government position and uh, uh, also the wish to bring peace as quickly as possible by the elite, like former prime ministers. And uh, in 1943, from Western perspective, it might happen. But my question is, how much the Japanese elite had the control? It seems to me in late 19th century and early 20th century. Japan's politics were very much controlled by the people on the streets. The popular sentiment of nationalism was so strong and they actually dominated the future development. For instance, like I talked to uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Kawashima during lunch break. He talked about 1871, this equal treaty. But at the same time, people on the streets, including leftist feminist personalities, were very much in favor of intervention in Korea. And when Chinese was ready to sign the very humiliating uh, treaty after being defeated in 1895, the radicals wanted to assassinate the Chinese minister who come to Japan to sign the treaty because they wanted to stop it. And I also saw a very popular Japanese movie, The Last Day, meaning the 24 hours before uh, Japanese Emperor Hirohito recorded uh, a message to accept uh, uh, the unconditional uh, surrender. And it was lower ranking military wanted to stop that to fight to the last blood. So my question would be had the Japanese elite got the chance to reach a peace like in 1943? Could it? Could have it? That's my question.
1: (laughs) So uh, so, uh, yeah I think that uh, half and half. Mm-hmm. So, the, during the uh, Pacific War, the Tojo cabinet has very strong power. So, for example, for for example, the very famous uh, diplomat Sirio Yoshida, who, uh, who w- was against the Tojo, was arrested uh, in the uh, military uh, police. So. Uh, it is very, di- uh, it was very difficult, uh, that, uh, that time. So, political elite, uh, fought, uh, clearly against uh, the Tojo cabinet. But, uh, uh, as you said, uh, after the 1943, uh, it is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, possibility of uh, that uh, possibility that the uh, Japanese elite uh, produced uh, the end of war is uh, became uh, clear and become uh, higher, I think so. But uh, the, the war continued to the 1945. So in any way uh, the compared with uh, yeah, Look at the German case. It is very difficult to end the war when the uh, war started.
4: Sir.
5: Uh, thank you, David uh, uh Some people claim that the US could have ended the war by demonstrating the nuclear bomb uh, in some neutral territory where no one got killed. Other people claim that there had to be demonstration of four essential things. First, that the U.S. had the bomb. Second, that the U.S. had the ability to deliver the bomb. Third, that the U.S. had the willingness to use the bomb. And in Nagasaki, fourth, that the U.S. had more than one bomb. Given the fact that apparently the order had gone out, that if the homeland was invaded, all U.S. Prisoners of war were to be immediately killed, and given the Kyujo incident that uh, Mr. Sheng just referred to, could the U.S. have ended the war without with a different policy than what it actually followed?
1: So, so, but uh, in in Japanese side, uh, there is a uh, controversial tema. but there are various um, opinions. What uh, produced the in the war at that time? The atomic bomb, or the Soviet Union's entry in the war, entry into the war, or other other elements that, that today I pointed out, uh, uh, the, uh, the emperor's distrust on the military group. So very uh, some different elements. Uh, so uh, so it is very difficult to uh, no, uh, only about the atomic
0: bomb.
4: Uh, yes, I uh, Dave Fitzgerald, retired foreign service. I have a question about the Japanese notion of shusen. It seems to me that that's a, a concept that's uh, totally lost in an American understanding in American sentiments about the about the war. Uh, we prefer defeat or victory, but the idea of just termination of the war, the continuation of politics by another means, uh, is something that's kind of alien to the American sentiments on looking at the war. Is that how uh, exactly do Japanese look at this? I mean, there seems to be this debate that's going on for 70 plus years about about the war and responsibility and all that. And when you get into talking about responsibility, you're talking in these sort of uh, terms that are more clear than this rather vague notion of shusen. I was just wondering what how Japanese look at that and the whole question of responsibilities. And maybe there should have been a better use of the term, or maybe not Shusen, but maybe some sort of something closer to defeat or Haiboku mm-hmm. or whatever the appropriate term might be.
1: Of course, from a military viewpoint, that is a defeat, That is defeat. The Japan has clearly defeated and in, in during the Pacific War. So. But Shusen is from the political viewpoint. Susan, so ending the war uh, the uh, I think that uh, she the end of war means uh, uh, the stopping the political political movement to end the war I'll
0: take the chair's priority to ask one more question myself mm-hmm. if that's all right and impose on your um, fatigue level all right. So you talked several times about the relationship of trust and about attitudes by the Japanese leadership towards the American leadership. Mm-hmm. When considering war, it seems to me there's two sides to the equation. One, which you documented, I think, is that what's the likelihood we're going to lose and, uh, and what's the cost of getting to loss if we keep going? There are much more costs. But there's another side, which is the consequences of defeat. And do I take you to say that within the Japanese calculations as they approached the end of war was a sense of who their opponent was, and that within the American victory there would be terms with which Japan could survive? Yeah. So, it's a question. Mm-hmm. So, was part of the Japanese leadership's calculation, at the end of the Mm -hmm. war, what they anticipated an American victory Mm -hmm. would mean for Japan?
4: Mm. Yeah. in
1: 1945 eh? yes. in 1945 so perhaps most of the Japanese people could not be uh, could not uh, think about the future after the defeat of Japan. so for example you know, uh, exactly so during the war the, the army uh, stated that uh, yeah propaganda. Eh? As propaganda, I mean stated, uh, 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 under the occupation, the uh, Japanese people, especially Japanese men, was uh, killed by by Americans. But uh, that only propaganda, but uh, not only uh, political elite, but also normal people, Japanese people, so that time could not think uh, about
0: the future. This is a fact, perhaps. Thank you very much for your presentation.